the Lord. All right. Amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're going to go to verse 14. The Bible says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set upon a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Father, for the next few moments here tonight, I pray that you would give us, O God, the spiritual ears to... Hear your voice in this word. Give us the spiritual eyes to see the path as you lay it out before us. And give us the godly wisdom to walk in that path. And we thank you and praise you for it. And everybody said in Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Praise God. The title of the message tonight is Be the Light. Notice here it said, Ye are the light of the world. Brother Edward, get me Psalms 34, 8. Brother Jay, get me John 8, 12. Sister Tara, get me John 9 and 5. Okay? Who's got the first one there? Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see. Notice, above that it says, Ye are the salt of the earth. And here it says, Ye are the light of the world. So here is a, here's a perfect a cross-reference of, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. You're the salt of the earth. Amen. Without the salt, the salt has lost its, fa- uh, its savor. Wherewith shall it be salted? And then here it says, you're the light of the world. Oh, uh, uh, praise God. Uh, so, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Praise God. Now, okay, who's got John eight twelve? Notice what he said here. He said, I am the light of the world. Amen. But doesn't the Bible tell us that he came and gave us an example? Amen. That we should walk as he walked? Amen. He said, I'm the light of the world. As long as he's in the world, I'm the light of the world. Amen. So what did he do while he was here? What did he do while he was here? He gave us the instructions on how to be the light of the world. So we are to emulate what he did. We're to do what Jesus did while he was here. Amen. What did he do? So we're going to look at that. Okay. Who's got the next one? John 9, 5. Amen. Okay. So here he said, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. We, of course, they did not know at that point what it was talking about there. But true enough, a city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. Have you ever seen a city that was up on a hill? Amen. It can't be hid. You can't hide it. Amen. And we are that city now. We've been grafted in. We are that city, and we are set upon a hill. Amen. And what hill is that? What's that? No, it's the hill of Calvary. We are set upon a hill. That hill of Calvary, praise God. And we are that city that was built upon what? Upon that hill. We're built upon a rock, but we're built upon the hill of Calvary. Praise God. That's our doctrine. It's all about what took place on the hill Amen. Called Calvary. Praise God. Mount Calvary. Amen. So, a city that's built upon that cannot be hid. Amen. Nor should it be. It says, and neither do men light a candle. What did Jesus do to each of us? It just said, ye are the light of the world. So, if we are that city that's built upon the hill called Calvary, we're built upon what he did. Amen. He lit us up with that message. He came and taught us about all that was to come. 
He taught us, amen, he taught his disciples, which is who he was talking here, and he was talking to the people all on, uh, uh, this is the Sermon on the Mount right here, where he was talking to all of this multitude of people, teaching them all the ways of God, speaking wisdom to them and teaching them about the kingdom of God and how that the kingdom, all the things that were likened unto the kingdom. And he was talking here, he says, hey, ye are the light of the world. Who was, who was he talking to? He was talking to people that he was introducing to the church. Ye are the light of the world. Who was he talking to? He wasn't just talking to his disciples. This is the Sermon on the Mount. Amen. He was talking to a multitude of people, and he was telling them, I am come. Amen. I'm the light of this world, but he said, ye are the light of this world. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. But he, he told them, ye are the light of the world. You're the salt of the earth. Amen. And if the salt hath lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? He was warning them about losing their savor ahead of this. And he was warning them about letting their light shine and not letting it be put under a bushel. Listen, it don't do you no good whatsoever to live for God Monday, I mean on Sunday and Wednesday or Sunday and Thursday and live for the devil the rest of the week. Does you no good whatsoever. And it also don't do you no good to play. We need to be serious about this. But the Lord said, you don't hide a candle under the bed. You don't light a candle and put it under a bushel. But on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Now listen to, so, so what is the key word in the next, in the next scripture? Verse 16. What's the key word? Nope. Nope. He said, let your light so shine before men. So what's the so shine before men? What's that so shine? What does that represent? Look at the word. Look at the word up there. What does it say before that? Start at verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. So let your light so shine. Let your light so shine before men. So what's it saying right there? What's it saying right there? No, he's saying, hey, let your light shine like that. Let your light shine like that. He, t- he said... That it, that's what so shine, let it so shine. People just do away with that word, just kind of blow through it. But he said, that's what he's saying, let your light so shine. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, okay? And and what it, what it means when it says say so, if you ever look at that scripture, Psalms 107, let the redeemed of the, word, of the Lord say so, 107 and 2. The next scripture, the next whole chapter behind that, the rest of that chapter is all of what God was talking about when he said, let the redeemed Lord say so. And this is what you say. You say this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. So that word so is an action verb. Let the redeemed of the Lord say this is what he meant. But we use it as say so, which means the same thing because we say, hey, I've been redeemed by the Lord. Let the redeemed Lord say so. But really, in that scripture, Psalm 107 and 2, it says, let the redeemed Lord say so. It means to say this. And it gives you all these things behind it. Somebody grab that. 107 and 2. Who's got that? Okay. Let him say so. Okay. In other words, he's saying, let them say this. Now listen to all the stuff he tells them to let them say. Okay. These are the things he's talking about. Let them say. He said, let the redeemed Lord say so or say this. Now, okay, so listen to all the stuff he said after that. Go ahead. Okay, see, there's one. He said, let the redeemed Lord say this. 
He said, let them say this. Let them say so. Okay, so, and it goes on and on and on and on and on. All about all the things. That whole chapter is about all the deliverances God gave that people. And, he, and so he said, let the redeemed Lord say so. And it's the same thing here. He said, he said, let your light. He tells you about, he said, hey, you don't hide your light, but you let it shine. Okay, you don't. A, a, a city that's built on a hill can't be hid, and you're built on the hill of Calvary. You're built upon what Jesus did at Calvary. You're built upon that, man. Praise God. you got something to be excited about. you got something to shout about. you got something, praise God, to talk about. Amen. you got something to get busy about. Praise God. And you cannot hide that. It's so good. You can't hide it. Praise God. It can't be hid. Praise God. The devil can't hide it. Praise God. The devil can't put it out. Amen. And we need to be that firestorm. Praise God. It is on a hill. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, okay, so let, uh, so so here, and y'all read that Psalms 107 too. Yes. Right. Yep. Yes, yes. Oh, that men would. Oh, that men would. Oh, that men would. But they're not. Oh, that men would. But he says, hey, he said, hey, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. In other words, hey, listen, man, if you've been delivered, praise God, from, from, from bondage, if you've been delivered from all kind of mess, praise God, you ought to be shouting it from the rooftops. Every one of us ought to. Amen. We ought to be shining the light. Amen. When somebody asks you why you wear a dress all the time, praise God, just say, man, you know, I'm just striving to do. Why do you do what you do? I'm striving to be what Jesus declared I need to be. I love him. I owe him my life. I owe him everything. And praise God, I want to be the best I can be for him no matter what. No matter what. I want to be all I can. Why do you, I don't believe you have to do that. I don't do it because I have to do it. I do it because I want to do it. <laughs> I don't have to wear a suit. I don't have to do this and that. But I do what I can. Praise God. Listen, I ain't got no big fancy money and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of times I wear the same thing over and over and over. You know what? I don't care. It's the best I got. And I'm doing what I can with what I got. Praise God. Amen. Praise God, man. I'm going to tell you, I've been for a long time. I've done a lot of things I don't believe I have to do. Uh, amen. And it ain't because I have to do it. It's because I can. Because I want to do it. Praise God. Amen. Jesus didn't have to come deliver me. Jesus didn't have to take that bottle out of my hand. He didn't have to take them cigarettes out of my pocket. He didn't have to take the filthiness out of my mouth and my mind. But he did, praise God. Not because he had to, but because he wanted to. Praise God. How can I be any different? Amen. Praise God. <sighs> I do what I do, man, because I want to do what I can for Him. Hallelujah. Let, he said, let your light so shine. Let it shine just like that before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. What does it mean? What does that mean? You ever thought about it? Think about it. Think about that. I'm going to drop a thought right in your mind. I'm going to put you on a road right now. You ain't never been down. Not a one of you. Oh, yeah, you too. You too, sis. I seen that look. I saw that gnaw look come up there. What? Oh, well, what's going on? Enlighten me. How are they going to glorify God? Do you think that means that they're going to, they're going to, oh, see, oh, what could it be? Oh, my gosh, he's living such a godly and holy life. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, I just glory, 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 glory to your name because he's living for God. Glory to your name, Jesus, because she's living for God. Hallelujah. Oh, look at the good work she's doing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. Glory to your name because this woman's living for God. She's Pentecostal and wears dresses, nothing but dresses. Uh, amen. That ain't really how it happens, does it? 
You know, most people want to throw you under the bus and light you on fire and pour gas on you, make sure you're burnt to a crisp in case there's any shard of you might come back to life and make them feel guilty. What's he talking about right there? What's he talking about right there? Okay. That's pretty good. Anybody else? Okay, Sister Tara, I've seen that burning desire. Come on. He just nominated you back. Amen. Praise God. Called passing the buck. Amen. Happened in the garden, still happening. Amen. Come on. Use your thinking cap. Put your thinking cap on, sis. What would be the ultimate glory in that situation? What? Explain. Come on. You tap dancing all over it. Spit it out, woman, before you choke on it. Come on. Come on. Go back. Go back to what we were talking about. Go. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, that they may see your good works and glorify God. Not that you're going to be glorifying God, that they may see your good works and glorify God. Is that not what it says? What's it say? Is that what it says? Read it. You got the Bible there in front of you. Oh, okay, so that they... They is a key word there as well. They may see your good works and glorify God. Okay? So, 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 so really, they may see your good works and you glorify God. That's not what it means. Now, though, that does bring God glory, no doubt about it, because, hey, praise God, that's good stuff. Amen? Because that's go you therefore in all the world preach the gospel. Amen? He's just opening the door for you to preach a message right there. But, but how do they bring glory? Amen? That they may... Huh? Come on, what? What, what, what? Come on, you got something? It's okay, come on. Yeah. Well, okay, all right, that's, that's good, but that's not quite the answer I'm looking for. And Brother Edwards got the answer I'm looking for right now. No, 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 brother, that's not, that don't bring glory to God. That don't bring glory to God. He said that he, he glories not in, in, in the sinner that dieth. No, 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 no. Okay, listen. Okay, I'm going to drop thought in your mind. I know y'all are, y'all are looking at all scriptures. You're reaching for scriptures there. And I know y'all know that word. But let me, let me just draw the picture for you here. It's much simpler than what you're giving it credit. Have you got an answer? Boom! That's the key. They Listen. That they may see your good works and glorify. That not only they see it and want it, praise God, but they follow through with it, praise God. Because you know you always go, oh, I just want, oh God, I was, I'm going to start church Sunday. You'll never see them. It's all over with. That they may see your good works and glorify God. That no, You know what that's saying right there? That they may see your good works and turn from their wicked ways, turn toward God. And that brings glory to God. Amen. That you have let, ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. And that brings, the, that brings, a, 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 that light shines to them. And it brings them to the Lord. Amen. It's not enough that you go to church. There's got to be something different about you. What good is it if you're just like every other heathen out here that's living for hell what good is that? I don't care how many churches you go to. I care if you go nine times a week. If you're walking around the beer in your hand, buddy, I don't care. I wouldn't give you a plug nickel for your walk with God. Don't tell me about that. Everybody else in the world does it. How are you different? If you're doing everything the world does, what the heck makes you different? What makes you a Christian and them not? You know what that does? It gives the enemy opportunity to blaspheme. And he tells them, you're all saved. And I'm going to tell you something, uh, uh, folks. It's too late for you. 
You hear me carefully tonight. Don't you think you're going to get before Jesus and do no tap dance and song and dance for him? I'm going to tell you something. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, (laughs) it's over for you. God expects us to grow. And if anybody ought to be a light, it's us. And so we are without excuse. And I'm going to tell you something. The people in this land are without excuse. Because, buddy, you've had everybody in this land's had an opportunity to know Jesus, the real Jesus. I'm not talking about that Mickey Mouse nonsense they're preaching downtown. I'm not talking about every so-called church on the corner. It says, come as you are, Jesus, and let Jesus do the, do the work. That ain't going to fly. That don't line up with the Word of God. Now, do you have to be perfect? <laughs> Absolutely not, because, buddy, if that's the case, I may as well quit now. But I'll tell you what, you better be pressing towards it. Amen. You can't just continue walking that same old path. But there needs to be something different about us. There needs to be a different type of light. Amen. That good old-fashioned light. I'm not talking about the newfangled light. You don't need to be some LED light, honey. You need to be a good old-fashioned burning ember, praise God, that's still got some fire. There ought to be some fire about the light of people of, of the people of God. Praise God. I'm a, Listen, I, I, honey, you got a $20 bill. Pay somebody in here to say something. Praise God. I mean, I can't even buy a praise God hallelujah in here. Let me tell you something, folks. There ought to be some fire in the light of God. I'm not looking for a, 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 a I'm not looking for a, a, a light that's efficient. I'm not looking for a light that costs less. I'm not looking for a light to, uh, that, uh, well, this is a newfangled light now. Oh, we got the new light. No fire to it whatsoever. You can touch this with, oh, it's like a it's like a stove that don't burn you. A stove should burn you. Amen. I tell you, keep your hand off that fire. That's a no good fire right there. Praise God. I don't need some fireman that, uh, that, that don't uh, burn you. You need to know that uh, certain things will burn you. Certain things are dangerous. Certain things are not. Notice how the devil tries to take the warning out of everything. Huh? You know that devil tried to take it out. He tried to take that warning label off everything. Oh, well, now, I mean, they ain't never proven it'll kill you. Now, even with a warning label. Fastest talking loggers on the planet. Come take this. Yes, that's right. It will take your headache away. May cause dizziness. May cause fainting. May cause you to die tomorrow. May cause your leg to fall off. May cause your arm to start growing out of your ear. May cause you to go. May cause blindness. May cause deafness. May cause stupidity. May cause this. May cause that. May cause this. May cause that. In certain cases, uh, it's caused death. And uh, but you know what? Your dead gum headache will be gone. You won't have no headache. Happened to my mother. Come on, get this whatever, whatever kind of medicine it was. I can't even remember what it was. Oh, but it'll make you. It'll make your. Uh, uh, it'll make your uh, 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 arthritis uh, quit hurting so much. But it may cause cancer. She was one of the ones they got on TV now. As far as uh, uh, in certain cases, it's caused lymphoma. It caused her lymphoma. I'm going to tell you, it's all a racket, folks. It's all in the plan. And they're not going to stop it. Billions of dollars. It's a, it's a nice, nice little uh, 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 easy-peasy way to control populations, population control. When they bring this medicine out, they ain't got it approved by the FDA. They send the medicine out, charge you an astronomical fee for it, because America's a bunch of dope heads. Everybody's a bunch of drug addicts in this country. They talk about, oh, well, we don't smoke crack. No, man, but you take nine pills a day, you pill head. Don't tell me you ain't no drug addict. Most of the people on this planet, especially in this country, is a bunch of pill heads. Uh-huh. Amen. I arrested you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
you dope free. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. You know, it's just like, you know, a good example of it's Elvis Presley. He took a pill to wake up, took a pill to go to sleep, took a pill not to go to the bathroom, took a pill to go to the bathroom, took a pill to smile, took a pill to frown, took a pill for this, pill for that, pill for this, pill for that. He looked like a pills buried doughboy. Amen. See? That's a sad thing. What that man could have done for Jesus. No voice on this earth like that boy had. Man, voice of an angel. But he ain't up there today. No way you slice that. You can't live for hell down here and make heaven, folks. Let your light so shine before men. So, so now, now we see that they may turn. Why is it so important? This is going to be one of them long messages too. You know, you can't preach a, you can't preach a short message about anything in that Bible. There ain't no such thing as a short message in that Bible. No way. It just goes too many places. It's too deep. That one little scripture right there take me nine years if I went deep in it. Amen. Praise God. Brother, Brother Bain preached on that one Sermon of the Mount, chapter 5, 6, and 7, for seven years. Seven years. Every Sunday morning. Until he finally just quit and never did finish it. Folks, it's, the Bible's just too deep. It's too deep. Too much to cover. But you see why? Because there's so much to look at. It's a whole lot to look at. Let me ask you a question. Since you've been coming here, have you seen more in that Bible than you've ever seen before? There's a whole lot there, isn't it? I mean, how much have we missed through the years by not seeing it? And it was right, I feel the Holy Ghost all over me, right there all along, but we blow by it and we miss it. So I don't even worry about it. I don't even worry about it, man. You know, I, it don't matter. Man, when I start talking, I may have... Pages, and I've got pages up there for this one message. I ain't even got off first line yet. But you know what? I don't worry about all that. Because we've already looked at something a little closer than we've looked at it before. Amen. We've already looked at some things that we've looked at before, and we've seen a little closer. So we know that the next time we're letting our light so shine before men, it ain't that we're going to bring glory to God, but it's because they need to come to the Lord. That brings glory to God. Amen. And you know what? I don't care what you say. What you say, it's what we do. They're going to, listen, now they, they'll listen to what you say somewhat, but how many of you ever, ever heard that soul saying? Yeah, and a picture's worth a thousand words. How many of you ever heard that? How many of you know that to be true? Now, Brother Jay, now you've been alive a few weeks. Me too. <laughs> But let me ask you a question, brother. Has anybody ever snowballed you, man? Has anybody ever pulled that proverbial wool over your eyes? Anybody ever told you, man, about, oh, oh you know, man, oh, yeah, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do, oh, man, oh, yeah, woo, I can't tell, oh, I can't tell you how much I'm going to do that. Oh, man, I'm just count on me, man. Oh, you, hey, you can bank on it. I mean, man, you can bet the farm on it. You can, man, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. And, And you know what? A lot of times you know it when they're talking. <laughs> you ain't no more going to do what you just said. And Mickey Mouse will show up and do that for you, do. And he ain't, even, he ain't even real. I know. I'm sorry, man. Did I, did I just break your heart? I'm sorry, man. That's a dude in the plastic little fluffy. <laughs> I ain't going to go. I ain't going to go that far, man. I don't want to rock your world too much in one time, man. Yeah, I know he's a lot of people's hero. Amen. <laughs> I don't even know how he talks. but <laughs> Amen. But uh, So, there's a lot of deception in this world. And I tell you what, this world has adopted that. They've adapted themselves to it. It's a way of life. It's a way of life. I have people just outright, out 
outright lie to me all the time. I mean just outright lie. Knowing they're lying. Outright lie straight up. Knowing they're lying. Yeah, I could depend on the people of the church. Absolutely. But you know what? I don't depend on anybody out there. Nobody out there. And you know what? Praise God, we have the word. Because I'm going to tell you what. And don't you lie because you're in church. If that, listen, if you didn't have a fear of God, you wouldn't be as truthful as you are either. Oh, I don't know, Lord, I'm praying for everybody else in here but me because I know that ain't me, Jesus. You know it's the truth. Because, you know, we got, in that, we got in that rut. Well, it's easy just not to hurt somebody's feelings and lie through our teeth. It's easier to just tell somebody what they want to hear so they shut up and go away. Because I don't want to be bothered all up in my space, all up in my bubble, my garage, my whatever it is, box, I don't know what, bubble, balloon. <laughs> so it's easier to just tell people to lie and let them go away, but you know what? Praise the Lamb of God, we can't get away with that no more and feel okay about it. Because you know that gun well in the society we live in, it's just too easy to do. Everybody else does it. And if you ain't careful... You hanging around all them people, you got to be careful not to let one of them nasty words fly out of your mouth because you hanging around everybody, everybody around you talking that nasty stuff. And I tell you what, it's the, it's the norm. It is the way of the land. So we have to be very careful. But praise God, praise God for the Word of God. And praise God for the conviction of the Word. You know, the Bible says the Word brings conviction. Amen. And I praise God for that. Because I need conviction. Do you? Amen. I need conviction. How about you? Amen. And you know what? That conviction helps me to keep that light shining. Amen. Praise God. And you know what? If anybody ought to be singing that combo debt deal, <laughs> we'll leave the light on for you. That's what Jesus said when he left here. I'm going to leave the light on for you. Amen. Hold on just a minute. Let me talk to my little light bulbs. Alright, little glow worms, listen up. Amen. It's time to shine the light. Cause as long as I was here, I was the light. Did you see did you see the light switch go off? He stayed on. Even after his death. Amen. When he died, the light shined even brighter. Let me tell you something. There's something about turn, the way the light will turn up if you come back from the dead. Amen. And did you know what? Brother, Jesus said he came and gave us, left us example that we should walk as he walked. And did you know? If you have been in those waters of baptism, you've been to the altar, praise the Lamb of God. You know, how many of you know that when people seen Jesus back alive, that was a big deal? Huh? Buddy, let me tell you what. It was a major deal. Look at all them people that crucified him that were there. <laughs> they were the ones hollering with the priest, crucify him. Give us Barabbas. Crucify him. Kill him. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, now he's back out. Now he's walking around. Uh-oh. You know what? It was uh-oh before that. It was uh-oh when the temple was destroyed the moment he breathed his last breath and the curtain was rent. The temple was rent in half. All them Mickey Mouse big hat-wearing priests, buddy, was falling on their face saying, oh, man. And you know what? The Bible says they said, surely this was the Son of God. You know what caused that? Because something happened when he died. Wasn't just another death. Wasn't just another death. Amen. <laughs> and I tell you what, buddy, something happened the moment he died. You know what? I know somebody else that happened to. Don't you? 
I know somebody else that the moment they died, <laughs> praise God, something happened. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Something took place. Amen. Let me tell you, something happened when you go down in the name of Jesus Christ and you bury that wicked, filthy man, woman, or child in the waters of baptism. Praise God. Something Something happened. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. And you know what? It was even more of a testimony when you come out in waters. Praise God in the row. The praise God that the tomb was the uh, the stone was rolled away. Praise God, and you rose up in newness of life. And I want to ask you a question tonight: Have you been seen of above five hundred since you came out of your tomb? Has it made a difference in somebody's life? Have you been seen? <laughs> uh-huh. Did it do something? You know, when people saw Jesus come out of that tomb, he was different. <laughs> Amen. There was holes in him where the flesh used to be. How about you? There's some holes in my life where the flesh used to be. There's a hole in me where Bacardi used to live. It ain't in there no more. Oh, yeah. Praise God. And you know what? I've been seen of above 500. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And you know what? They seen a difference in me. You know what they saw? They saw a light shining from me. Didn't used to shine from me. Amen. They saw a light shining where darkness used to be. And it wasn't the ordinary light. It was a real bright light. And they couldn't get too close to this light because it would burn them. Amen. And you know what? Some people have actually seen that light. Some people have actually seen my light. They've seen my good works. And it wasn't just my good works that moved them. But they saw my good works, praise God. They, it lined up with the Word of God, and they saw, praise God, that some of this stuff, amen, that the Word says is going to happen, praise God, comes true, comes to pass, amen, and that everything in that Bible cause it happens just like it said. Well, and you know what? And they've seen everything I preached. And you know what? In some instances, they saw my good works and glorified God. Some of them sitting in this room tonight. Amen. The title of this message is Be the Light. Be the light God has called you to be. Why do you lay things aside? Why did I want to quit smoking? I thought I was in love with them cigarettes. I love smooch on them Marlboros. Loved them. Oh, yeah. That's the reason I wanted to quit. I didn't want to quit because I didn't like them because I loved them old cigarettes. Me and them cigarettes had a, had a thing. We got a thing going on. See? You see what I'm saying? She even knows. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. She knows that song. But you know what? I had to get to that place where I wasn't waiting on God no more. I waited on Him. You know what caused me to do that? You know what caused me to stop? Anybody remember? Anybody heard that story? 47 times? Huh? 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? Let me tell you something, folks. Let me tell you straight up, buddy. I was a devil-stomping, Holy Ghost-filled, tongue-talking man of God, buddy. I was living in blazing trails for Jesus. I was the first one in the church, last one to leave. We always took separate vehicles, buddy, because I was always at that church. That one day, period, I was still blazing trails for Jesus. We were at the church, amen, and the guy was there at the church that day. Amen. But nobody knew I smoked because I made very careful not to ever smoke around anybody. I didn't even smoke before church. And I've been smoking for years, two, three packs a day, sometimes five packs a day. Smoking as a kid. I came up as a kid smoking. But you know what? I didn't want nobody to know it because I didn't want it to what? Damage my testimony. I don't care who you are. When you're blazing a trail for Jesus and you're pulling them cigarettes out, done. Now, that don't mean that, you, you know, that, that, that you're a heathen, hell-bound, no-count loser, keys to hell, uh, 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 wicked gerbil. But you know what? And the guy came out the, it, here, and, and I tried to quit. And my buddy over there was 65, 70 years old at that time. He had tried to quit. We were good friends. He loved the Lord, too. We sitting over there. I didn't know that guy was here. I didn't know he was even there. He was one of his relatives, but he, he was actually visiting his mother-in-law at the trailer next door. And here we was, man, had, our, had my foot up on the bumper of my truck, laying on my truck. Quite possibly the coolest man alive, I think, at that time. Smoking my Marlboro. My buddy was over there smoking his cigarette and contemplating life. And here come this fellow walking. He smoked too. He was an ex-alcoholic too. He was an AA. Why he liked me so much? Because he knew I had quit drinking. And he thought I never smoked. He come out. He walked over. I just looked over and seen him out of the corner of my eyes. And I thought, <clears throat> he walked over and he goes, hey, how y'all doing, you know? I mean, I just saw that was just a glimpse, just a microsecond. Just a, I, it just shocked him. I mean, it was like, it wouldn't have been no different if he'd have seen me at a whorehouse. I ain't kidding you. I ain't kidding you, man. It shocked him that I just come from church praying in the Holy Ghost. He knew I had the Holy Ghost, but it just shocked him. That was what I needed to see right there. Because I'm telling you, son, that lit me up right there. Ooh, it's a wonder I ain't blowed up. It's a wonder God didn't put me in hell, take me back out, put me in hell, take me back out, put me in hell, take me back out. I mean, it's a wonder he didn't, he didn't just just make hell a kindle out of me because I woo buddy I tore him up coming home I mean I was woo I was tearing him up my wife thought I was fixing to kill somebody come in slam a door clean off mount, slam a door off hinges boy bam she goes oh my god <laughs> she didn't know what the heck was fixing to happen boy that's it you know what? What? What's it? What's it? What? 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 You know, that's it. What? What? Never in my life. That's it. What? What's it? What's going on? I quit. I ain't never smoking another cigarette. Oh, phew. dear God, man, you scared the heck out of me for a minute. I didn't realize, you know, okay, so, so you're an idiot. You're losing your mind or whatever. Till tomorrow. Till tomorrow, you know. But you know what? That's what it took. That's what it took to wake me up. It hurt me. It hurt me. It hurt me. And I realized how much it hurt my testimony. Never realized it before. But it hurt me. It hurt me. 
Somebody's watching you. Somebody's got their eyes on you, man. Why is it that you feel conviction? Oh, how many of you ever heard felt conviction? Y'all know what conviction feels like? Everybody stop. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Lift your hands and say, thank you, Jesus, for conviction. Hallelujah. Because you are blessed. Hallelujah. I want you to know you're blessed. If you can feel conviction, you are blessed. Because the Bible said, praise God, that he whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. And conviction is the chastening hand of the Holy Ghost. Woo, I feel, woo, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Praise God. Woo. Hallelujah. I'm not just picking on smokers tonight. I'm not just picking on people that smoke and all those kind of things. Let me tell you something, man. Everybody's got problems that they deal with. Everybody's got a, 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 a battle to, to, to fight, a battle to, to wage war against that devil. Everybody's got them. Amen. There's a message I'm getting ready to preach before too long called, What's It Gonna Take? I'm not going to tell you all when I'm going to preach it because... I want y'all to be sure and be here. <laughs> That'll be one of them days that the door's accidentally locked and <laughs> gates locked, double locked, padlocked, and I got some Doberman pinchers out there and some <laughs> people with some AKs out there. So I'm sorry you can't leave yet. Hmm. What's it going to take? I can tell you what. We're pretty hard-headed people. I am. How many times have you ever felt the Lord saying that to you? What's it going to take? Huh? You ever felt that? Huh? You ever heard that little voice in the back of your head say, You know, I never thought you'd done that. Now, I blowed you up once before over this. Um, what's it going to take? You tell me. You know what he said to David? Here's your choices. You choose. Go ahead. What's it going to take? You just let me know. Mm -hmm. Very smart man. Very smart man. Very smart man. Did you know that cost a whole lot of people their lives? Be the light, church. Young people, be the light. You know what that dress is right there on you, sister? That's a light. You know why? Because ain't nobody else doing it. But people in this walk. You know what? Let me tell you something. People notice that. They see that and they think, what's wrong with her? You know what, sister? There ain't nothing wrong with you. It's what's right with you. But they call things that are good bad and things that are bad good. And you know the Bible says that they will. They'll call evil good and good evil. That's good, but they call it evil. Walk around naked is evil, but they call that good. It ain't bad enough. It ain't bad enough that bikinis have gotten smaller. You know what they're doing now? They ain't doing bikinis no more. You know what they're doing now? Painting the bikinis on with paint. That's it. No bikini, just paint. Yeah, everything, the whole, but yeah. But bikinis, it was saying on the uh, on the Internet that uh, that the Sports Illustrated issue is, that's, that's what it is now. Tell me, folks. Is that calling evil good and good evil? They would call her evil for wearing a dress like, Dear God, that goes all the way to floor. Well, yes, it does. Thank you, Jesus. Be the light. And don't worry about letting it shine. Shine on. Let it shine. Let it shine. 
That don't mean everybody's going to see it. It's going to rush down to an altar somewhere and give their life to Jesus. But who's to say that one might do it? And man, whether one does it or not, you've done your job. And if one does, praise Jesus. Seeds planted. And it may not be in your lifetime. Maybe you were just going to bring forth seed. Maybe you were going to be the planter and somebody else was going to be the waterer. Either way, God brings forth the increase. It's a good thing. And you know what? You're going to be accounted for it. If it ever brings forth an increase and you planted a seed, it takes a thousand years to come forward. But you're going to be a partaker in that harvest because the Bible says the sower and the reaper are both partakers in the harvest. Amen. Somebody got fed because you planted or you watered. It's called be the light. Be the light. We are different. Can you say praise God? We are different. We're supposed to be different. How many of you think that? How many of you really believe that? Do you believe we're supposed to be different? Do you believe we're supposed to look like everybody else? Does this walk look like everybody else's walk? Do all their walks look the same? They look the same. They ain't no different. Did you know their trumpet sounds the same? It sounds the same as hell. Sounds no different. But let me ask you a question. How many of you think this trumpet sounds a little different? Does it sound a little different? Did you know what the Bible says? If the trumpet give off an uncertain sound, then how will they know to what? Prepare to the battle. I didn't write that. The Lord did. The trumpet is to give a distinctive sound. Now, does this here seem like a distinct sound to you? Pretty distinct, isn't it? Very distinct sound. And you know what? Does this sound that comes out of this pulpit sound like it's preparing you to the battle? Or does it sound like it's trying to sing you a little lullaby? Does this coming from this pulpit Seem like it's trying to make you feel like, well, honey, it's all right. My goodness. Now, sister, well, my goodness. That's all right. Now, don't get yourself all in an uproar. My goodness. It's going to be all right. Why, everybody's going to have take it easy, brother. My goodness. Well, it ain't like you're a murderer or nothing. I mean, and if you are, don't nobody know about it. I mean, what they don't know won't hurt them. I mean, just, now, sis, why, my goodness, take your ease now. Just relax. Uh, my goodness, take your ease now, sister. Does that sound like what's coming across this pulpit? Or does it sound like more, hey, get ready. Get ready. We're in a war here. Amen. Pick up your sword. You're going to need it. Here, that's right. Get your sword. You're going to need it. Praise God. Hey, don't come in here without a sword. Amen. Because we're going to sharpen it today. Why? Why are you going to sharpen it? Because, listen, the sharpness it had last week ain't going to be sharp enough to get you through next week. You're going to need a new edge. Honey, let me tell you something. That, that world out there, man, will dull your sword. You're going to need a new edge. You're going to need to wet the edge. You're going to need to get on with it and keep that sucker sharp. How many of you just throw a deer? Let me ask you, how many of you ever deer hunted? Y'all ever hunt, stuff like that? Or no matter what kind of hunt you're doing. You throw your gun back in the closet. Do you just go, if you was going to spend $5,000 on a hunting trip and your rifle was on sight last year, or if you was going to the, going to the war and you had a sniper scope on your rifle, 
Now, well, uh, you know, I killed 27 Afghanistans, man. Uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, <clears throat> oh, I was a good shot because I was trying to get their dope, so I had to shoot them out Monday. <clears throat> so I'd get their pot. <laughs> so, so I'd get the. <laughs> I t- no, they wasn't in the military, but they did have some good, some good ganji, man. So <laughs> some good ganji. So I had to shoot them out from under their pipes. I'd get their smoke. <laughs> Tell me what I don't know what Sister Erica's doing over there. <laughs> they called her One Hit Sally. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. But you know. If you ever got your, hey, if, if listen, but now, uh, so you're getting ready to go on a big old expensive hunting trip. Man, you're going to go hunt a big old elk trophy elk. You're going to go out to a big old elk, you know. But now, uh, no, I don't need to go waste no shells sighting my rivaling because it was on site last week, well, I mean, last year. I mean, man, I knocked the uh, eyes out of a quarter. Huh. Man, you kidding me at 100 yards, man. I don't need to, well, I'm, it was on site last year. Don't you tell me you ain't going to take the expense and take the time to go try out that rifle, make sure that somebody ain't smacked it around, knocked scope off. Am I right? Am I right? But yet, you go to any church around here, they ain't even got no Bible. They ain't got no Bible. And what they have, if they do have a book, it ain't no Bible, honey. It might be a plastic rifle, a plastic sword, but it ain't no sword. And you know what? You ain't even got to take it from them for them to be unarmed. When you come in this church and you had whatever it was you called a Bible, I didn't have to take that away from you to unarm you. You was unarmed when you walk in the door. I don't care if you had a King James Version Bible. You're still unarmed if you walked in this door. I'd cut you 400 times. You wouldn't even, man, before you took a step. Hey, you missed me. Take a step. Took a step, fall in 75 pieces right there on the floor. Boom. only thing keeping you alive is the sharpness of my sword. <laughs> it was so sharp it didn't even divide. It didn't even bleed when I cut you till you tried to move. But you know what? Now you got a sword. And, buddy, even if somebody come took that sword, if you've been in this church, you still got a sword. Amen. Because you ain't never going to quit hearing me. You can leave today. You ain't never going to quit hearing me. Every time you try to pull out and do some crazy nonsense you ain't supposed to do, you're going to hear me. Amen. You ain't going to never stop hearing the Word of God. You ain't going to never stop hearing that Holy Ghost tell you what the heck you think you've done knock you in the next year. You ain't going to never quit hearing my voice behind you because the Bible, the Bible says you will. The Bible says, and you will hear a voice behind you saying, here's the path. Walk ye in it when you stray to the right or to the left. You know what? That's either way. That means you try to stray to the right, too far to the right, which is right or too far to the left. Did you know God put it exactly where it's supposed to be? It's a good thing because we couldn't attain to it if he didn't. But we are to be the light. And what you, let me tell you something. That don't mean you need to be perfect today. You need to be pressing toward perfect today. Doesn't mean you're perfect. You never will be this side of heaven. But the, the key to it is we need to be pressing toward perfect. Amen. And when somebody tries to point out one of your imperfections, you just need to be humble about it. Well, you're right, man. Well, but man, but you, but up, but, but, but. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm working on it. I'm working on it, man. Pray for me. Pray for me. That'll shut them up. Oh, I will. That's all they're going to say because they ain't going to get no prayer talk with you. <laughs> they're scared you find out how stupid they are. Just tell them. They try to call you on some say, well, well, there you go. <laughs> I'm not perfect, but you know what? Pray for me because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get there. Amen. And don't be lying. Try to get there. Amen. How many of you know you ain't there yet? 
How many of you know you ain't there yet? Praise God. I'm not there yet, folks. But I'm sure pressing toward it. And you know what? I need to press toward it more every day. How about you? That's right. I love him tonight, don't you? Has he been good to you? Did you know you need to let people know how good he is to you? What is that called? Come on, what? That's right. Yeah, but you changed. You changed in midstream. Yeah, but you changed right after that. You said that, then you abandoned that and went somewhere else. Yeah, because you didn't get a quick enough response. <laughs> I'm going to look at you to see if, if you're asking me or if you're telling me. Yeah, Sister Tara. Amen. <laughs> look at that. During the headlights, look. What? Huh? What? Huh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Stand with me tonight.